I am John, Whoopi impersonator and a Ladrin warlock with the Warriors of the Stars. Along came Jason, my bearded friend. Fabulous secret ideas revealed to me the day he came to my house and said, I want to make a podcast! Only two others share this secret. Eric of the Loch Ness and Jacob. Together we started talking about toys, comics, games, and movies on the Super Awesome Geek Show! Welcome to another exciting episode of the Super Awesome Geek Show. I'm pretty sick, so my voice sounds kind of out of it, but the show must go on, right? <laughs> on today's show, we got together with a whole bunch of our new co-hosts, and as they came on, we were just talking Star Wars and talking lightsabers, and then uh, once everyone gets on, we introduce everybody and keep rambling on about all kinds of topics this one just goes all across the board guys <laughs> but the most thing the most important thing here was we uh, we got a new a couple new co-hosts coming into the rotation here christina Pryor, michael g munns and dean richard are all coming on board as rotating co-hosts we may once in a while see krister from star geek and chris perillo Maybe also Chris from Alter Ego Comics, Chris Hewlett. And uh, yeah, well, let's uh, yeah, let's just get going with this and uh, keep it geeky out there, everyone. Here we go. We'll go right into our conversation about lightsabers. See ya. <laughs> <laughs> no, you were probably like, wrinkly this is. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I, I did backwards. This fabric softer. This shirt, a long time have I washed. (laughs) This shirt? I'm getting stared at so hard. All its life is it was ripped away. (laughs) Piece by piece. Thread by thread. Well, I think his Skype is rejecting your calls there, John. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I I think his Yoda meter was was pinging a little high. Automatic rejection. Wait, did you say ping or ping? Ping, ping, pinging, pinging. I was like, wait, ping on Yoda. Hey, (laughs) Rob, does does yours have the plastic hilt or the metal hilt? Oh, I have both, actually. Oh my god, you got both Kylo Ren sabers? Maybe. Why? (sighs) We all have lightsabers. Where have you been? I went in. I went in looking for one today. I, I did a quick um, outing to get more medicine, and then when I was mm-hmm. out, I was like, "Well, there is a store right over there. <laughs> I can look for toys." <laughs> oh, so dear. I went and looked, and they were out again. Do you remember? Go to the Disney store. Go to the oh. Disney store. They have a million Kylo Ren lightsabers Disney. everywhere. Well, I want they're, the... they're special for the Disney store, but they're better than than most of the commercial ones, with the exception. Of the Force Effects one. Yeah. I want the Force Effects Anakin one is what I want. Oh, I can be good bright. luck. And, and everything, everywhere, those. everywhere says they're in stock. Like, if you go on Target right now and go on their website, it'll say in stock, and it'll tell you which store to go to. And when you get over there, they don't have it. Yeah. Huh. And yeah. and he goes, and when you ask the people, they go, well, there's one SKU number for all four lightsabers. And the four that are out right now are Anakin Skywalker, uh, Yoda... I think there's an Obi. There's a Luke. No, that that's the Anakin Skywalker. Is it? Well, Yoda's is green. 
Yeah, and then there's a Yoda one, and then there's Darth Maul, or Darth, uh, or I'm sorry, Kylo Ren's. But what's the fourth one? I'm pretty sure it was... I saw someone with a purple one. Okay, it... there's a Yoda one. Yeah. I, I know for a fact that there's a Yoda one. Um, I would, like, what's out like right fight now. you and say that there was a, a Luke one, rather than Anakin. Alright, maybe it says Luke, yeah. Um, there's Kylo Ren. But it's still the Luke um... from Star Wars, not from Jedi. <clears throat> oh wait, Rob changed his picture. That's what we were commenting about. I was like, I just saw it takes a second. Skype is late. You know what? Speaking of lightsabers, I had an interesting thought when I was rewatching Star Wars for like the second or third time in theaters. Uh, what's the rule for lightsaber colors? Technically, in the original in the original Star Wars, Lucas only had red, blue, and green. And green was only because blue wouldn't show up on the on in the desert, wasn't it? In the oh. last movie, that yeah, could be. In Return of the they Jedi, had, yeah. they had problems with Return of the Jedi, and they turned. It, it wasn't visible. Yeah, that could yeah. be. Well, but that is um, but he said, you know, Roy G. Bid, red, green, blue. It makes sense. So those are the only three colors. But the only reason that um, Mace got a purple one was just because he was Samuel L. Jackson. <laughs> yes. And Sam gets his way. So they made it like a special. You had to be so strong in the Force uh, of saber dueling. To be like able to get the purple crystal to work or whatever. Oh, okay. Did um, you hear um, the uh, what was what, what are those guys' names? Uh, they have that show on Comedy Central. That uh, the, uh, I know, right? I'm sorry. <laughs> it's like, can you those guys with uh, the heads? The guys <laughs> with the heads and the, the hair. Sometimes no, Key and Pete. They breathe. Uh, <laughs> I'm pretty sure they have to actually consume food and also imbibe food. water. But, uh, <laughs> like, who are those folks exactly? Well, you know those ones, those guys with the thing. They have. Uh, I guess Key and Peel had like a thing where they were talking about Mace Windu in Star Wars, and they're like, "Of course, they gave Mace Windu the the, the grape flavored lightsaber." Oh, that's uh, just. Uh, I know. I, I heard that. I, I seriously went Dude. like. Oh. It's like he did that as a condition of the role. Like, 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 like he 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 specifically wanted a purple lightsaber. So anybody, you know, taking that to the racist level can just, you know, uh, eat just... some ass. Hello, hello. I think they do it like... Oh, hello, there's Dean. All right. Well... Hello. Oh. And the gang that we have for tonight is all here. Oh. Yay. Can you guys hear me at all? Yeah, we got you. Can you hear us? Mm-hmm. What up, Dean? 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 He, he, he cannot. I think he, I think he muted himself accidentally. Dean? Hello? There we Dean. go. Hello. Okay, so confirmation on the sabers here. Black Series Yoda, Darth Vader, Luke Skywalker, and Kylo Ren. Those are the ones that are currently out, yeah. Yes. All right. And I can't find the Luke Skywalker anywhere. I've seen the Darth Vader and the Kylo Ren in stores, and they're both like 200 bucks. But the other two are listed at 149 so I was hoping to find it. Plus, I want the Skywalker family lightsaber. That's going to be the one that's going to be like throughout all six all three trilogies basically yeah that'll be pretty cool i mean they're they're selling for ridiculous amounts on amazon yeah right? amazon and ebay $10. have them four or five hundred dollars but they're currently in stores Oof. and i actually called them up and was like can i just order it right from you and they were like no and i was like oh and they go but we have plenty of them here in the warehouse they should be in every store we've been shipping them out like nuts and I, so i'm like oh. uh. so so what what 
people are probably doing is they see them, they're charging up their damn credit cards to max, yeah, and yeah. then and then sticking them on Amazon where they're selling for eight hundred dollars right yeah, now. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> like that's exactly what's going on. It oh, was yeah, just like some of the figures that they put up. Like, oh, this figure is six ninety nine at the store, but you could buy it on Amazon for twenty five bucks. <laughs> Yay! <laughs> you know, like, I actually oh, know a buddy who did that with uh, the Death of Superman back when that like first came out. He knew this grocery store that was selling them for cover price, and then he would buy like lots of them and then sell them back to comic stores for like twenty five, <laughs> thirty bucks. Jeez. <laughs> Smart person. Yeah. But I'm saying I could be bribed since I live down the street from Disneyland where there is a giant Disney store where they are putting up the new Star Wars land. I could be bribed to go check out that store. Nice, nice. Oh, yeah. They, they, they might carry the Black Series stuff. I know that the one that I went to didn't, uh, which is kind of a bummer. But they, they carry a kind of a proprietary Disney store line rather than, uh, you know, the ones that we get in stores manufactured by Hasbro. Someone uh, should make a heist movie about a bunch of geeks going planning a heist on going in to get to steal a bunch of vintage Star Wars toys. Oh, you know, there is, there's a movie that's actually very similar to that, and I think it's oh. called uh, – what's it? it? It has Kevin Smith in it, and it's like called Fanboys or something like that. But it's oh, mostly about right, like yeah. sneaking on to like Lucas's like campus, mm -hmm. something kind of similar to that, but not stealing anything. Not that right. would be actually really awesome. There should be stealing. Cape movie. <laughs> <laughs> stealing would make this movie better. Should be stealing. Well, that makes everything better, right? Obviously. Wasn't that what Rogue One is supposed to be? It's it's a, a heist I, movie. I, yeah. I mean, about well, how they. I mean, I've heard two different things. I've heard a gritty, uh, 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 war movie, gritty war movie. So like Saving Private Ryan. And I also, so that like, like one person, they were saying that like someone actually got the plans and this group of guys is to go in to get the person who has the plans and get them out in, and, and here's a, so it's like saving for... private Ryan where they're going in to get somebody. Oh. See, you I don't even care what it's about, honestly, <laughs> at this point, because I saw like the first photo and I saw two like Asian, uh, like protagonists and I'm just like, holy crap, I'm sold. Yeah. <laughs> Donnie Yen is in it. Yeah, yeah. I was like, holy crap, you got two Asian dudes up on uh, up up front? It's like, right on. Which uh, movie is I, this? I'm super there. Rogue One. Oh, Rogue okay. One. I figured that's what you were talking about. I wasn't making sure you didn't switch movies on me. <laughs> <laughs> like, wait, what? I think we lost Dean. I think he's he probably... Said he, he said he's coming right back. He must have that's had a reboot. Uh... Sometimes Skype can be a holy terror... Somewhere. You know, I don't use it that much to be to be honest, other than this. Uh, so I have I have friends that uh, all over, like, and there's a group of us, and we'll like message each other, Skype tonight, Skype tonight. It's either a Friday or a Saturday night, and uh, <clears throat> and they usually get on um, about eight my time. I'm the only person that's West Coast, mm -hmm. so it's eleven for most of them. But they're late night people and we're up and it's like 10 o'clock and I'm like half falling asleep and they're like still going and laughing. I'm like, you guys, it's like one o'clock for you, you know, <laughs> and they're just like, oh, they go, and of course, you're falling asleep first. I'm like, well, <laughs> I, one time I did fall asleep on them. Um, all of a sudden I heard Christina in my ear. I'm like, yes. And they're like, 
you fell asleep. <laughs> I was like, stop snoring. I don't know if I did or not, but they realized I had gone silent. <laughs> <laughs> I think they heard heavy breathing, like. <sighs> Darth Vader-esque. <laughs> <sighs> now that sounds more like a zombie. <sighs> <laughs> I, yeah, I watched Halfway between Dead breathing and a snore. Yeah. <laughs> it sounds like a sleeping dog. <laughs> it came out of my mouth and I felt like that's not, that's very like llama esque actually if anything. <laughs> so how many times has everyone seen the latest Star Wars? Three. Two. Six One. Six. <laughs> Seriously? Yeah. Wow. John Okay. Yeah. I'm gonna see it again. At, at, at some point here, but I, I've only seen it the once. I'm actually, yeah. ca- I, I keep cutting things when I uh, watch it over again, like little mm-hmm. things, like when Ray is in her like hut thing, and there's that little doll figure of the pilot, mm-hmm. like little things like that. And I'm, I'm thinking to myself, oh, is that like her dad? Is it like her dad a pilot? Is that why she knows so much about engineering? Like stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, for me, like. It was that for like I said, the first time watching is like the best. And then anytime you go after that, you still want to cheer and go, yeah, man. And everybody else is like, yeah, I've seen this 500 times. I'm not cheering anymore. Mm-hmm. Or, you know, or the people who didn't yeah. go like right away and they're not as excited. They just went to Star Wars just to go, you know, and you're <laughs> yeah. just like, wow, I'm over here cheering by myself. People are looking <laughs> at me. I'm excited. I'm still wearing the shirts. I had students. uh <laughs> The other day, I have that Star Wars sweatshirt I got, and uh, they're like, that is an awesome sweatshirt. I wanted it, but my mom said it was too expensive. I'm all, Hot Topic on sale for 25 bucks from 50 She goes, I'm telling my mom to go now. <laughs> <laughs> I was all, yes. And then I think uh, it was Friday, I had my Seahawks shirt on and, uh, and the Star Wars sweatshirt. I'm all, representing both at the same time. <laughs> <laughs> Look at you. Look at me. Awesome. I, got, Look at you. I got my first piece of Star Wars clothing over at Costco. They had a sweet Kylo Ren hoodie. Oh, nice. <laughs> and it was like 16 bucks. And I was like, you, you can't pass that up. I mean, no. dude, you Not know, you to... go to the Disney store and like everything is like 50 bucks, right? Yeah. But it's like, I, I will totally take, uh, I'll totally take something for sub 20. Well, if you go, like, even to Kohl's, I don't know if you guys have Kohl's, but, um... No, yeah, we do. They, yeah, okay. Pretty they sure have, we do. Okay. Yeah, it sounds they, familiar. They have, um... Uh, they had a Boba Fett one, they have Vader one, and they have the Stormtrooper one, all the ones with the zip-up face and everything. Oh, mm-hmm. right on. Yeah. In the, in the men's adult section. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's even worse if you walk into Hot Topic. They have those kind of I face hoodies. Uh, I, I mean, I used to go there like a lot more often, but now it's like I can't like it's just everything it, to the absolute capitalist max. And I'm just like, wow, that, I didn't know it could go this far. Like there's Star Wars, like anything I can think of in the world. Star Wars Plunger. There's like Frozen. Yeah. <laughs> Star Wars Plunger. <laughs> who, who was the Star Wars Plunger? Is it, Luke's, is it Luke's floppy hair? Head <laughs> <laughs> first into the thing. Hey, Mel Dude, Brooks, so much. Mel Brooks saw this. <laughs> 20 years ago. Yeah. Spaceballs, the plunger, spaceballs, the toilet. Well, yes. there, I mean, anything Disney oriented, um, 
Star Wars or I mean, well, Star Wars is Disney, but I still don't see it that way. Um, <laughs> there's just so many, anything you need a wallet, underwear, like it is especially. Oh, uh, um, I was just thinking they couldn't make Star Wars character urinals. Could they. <laughs> Just just take a piss in the in the Vader's gaping maw. You walk up and he's like, you got like you know the 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 part with all the plumbing on the top that you're usually staring straight at. That's like Luke's face and he's looking right at you and you're just peeing right at him. (laughs) Uh, I I still think right in the Vader's breath mask. And you know every time you miss, he's like, I find your lack of aim disturbing. About every time you flush, it's Luke's voice going, "That's impossible." <laughs> oh god. Whoa, there's a lot of noise going on there. I don't know what that was. Was that Dean getting with us? I think that was Dean. Dean. Maybe. Can, can you hear me now? Yes. yes. Very, very there we lastly. go. Yeah. All right. There you go. Too. How's that? That's pretty good. Is that microwave? I don't know what the hell that was. The ding wasn't me. No, that I'm was hungry. Fine. Wasn't me. I just ate them stuffs. <laughs> right on. So speaking of the capitalist thing, has anyone? Uh, I saw this guy walking down the street the other day with a Yoda backpack. Have you seen that? Yes. Yeah. yeah. So great. I'm so happy about that. You know, I saw that and I just about cried. <laughs> I didn't know that existed. I'm really behind on Star Wars, guys. I'm I, lame. I'm sorry. I want. I want to get one, but um, it's uh, I I I keep thinking they're a little bit expensive. Well, and two, you go to Disneyland and there's like everybody with a Yoda backpack, a Chewbacca backpack, a Ewok backpack. I'm like, really, people? Yeah. That's well, I mean, it's like lame. I said, they are capitalizing on this stuff. I mean, they were before, but wow, they've they've really like, I don't necessarily well, blame them. Disney. I mean, they're coming out with all stuff like, yeah, Disney. Disney I mean, they're coming out with all stuff. Yeah. You know, merchandising well, is like their specialty and has been for forever. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I don't deny that at all. So I, uh, uh, it's, it's uh it's amazing when you think about it that they're also raking in all of the Marvel MCU money too. Oh, oh yeah. yeah, yeah. Like that's just a disgusting amount of money that Disney's pulling in from merchandising. <laughs> oh, but think about how much they spent for for those properties and did not bat an eyelash doing it. What was that yeah. about ten billion bucks between the two? I think, I think so. something like uh, that. Yeah. A billion for Star Wars, and about six billion for Marvel, if I remember right. So, and and did not even blink. You know, <laughs> well, so they've so. already made. I mean, a couple billion off the whole Marvel franchise. Oh yeah, and movies. just made a billion and a half off of Star Wars. Just now. one movie, yeah. <laughs> in, yeah. in two stinking weeks, the Blu-ray yeah. not even out yet, and that's oh kidding. I mean, I'm, I'm not. I'm not going to buy it. I don't know. I don't know why I would really. The Blu-ray. Oh, sarcasm. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, actually, that being said, it's I mean, in today's day and age, would anyone do collectibles? Do you think like the generations and, you know, coming after us are going to be doing collecting, you know, the movies and everything? Because, I mean, you can go out. I mean, I know people who are buying the VHS tapes of Star Wars just because oh. they want the VHS tapes of Star Wars. Yeah, yeah. No, no, not at all, because every everything will be digital. They're not going to want hard copies, I don't think. Oh, yeah. I don't I mean, know. I think I think collecting is, is, is sort of a human instinct. It's gonna. Well, there'll be there'll be there'll be certain people, yeah. yeah. They'll be like just like right now, there are certain people who collect um things on vinyl and record, mm-hmm. you know. But I don't, you know. Not the whole world doesn't. It's just a 
small group of people now. But I don't think yeah. that we're specific, ah, excuse me, specifically talking about just like the Blu-rays. And I mean, just like collectability in general with all this merchandise, you know, uh, the, the, that's out there for this movie. Oh, believe me, it doesn't matter. I imagine think about, I think about how, for think about years. this, think about this. They say, they claim that they made, they printed of each, each Star Wars action figure from Kenner in the 70s. Mm-hmm. They claim that each figure got printed in the hundreds of millions. Mm-hmm. And there are millions of packaged Darth Vader's out there, but yet they're still going for three to five grand each. And there's millions oh, yeah. of them. And there's millions of Bib Fortunas wandering around. Well, I mean, <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, I, I mean, there's, a, there's, and there's, and there's a market for it. It'll continue to go up. Yeah. Well, and especially like, now, because you can't find any of the first wave figures that right now. Yeah. And then the second wave figures are starting to dry up and, and Hasbro has not had a habit of reissuing the figure. You know, like it'll once it's gone, it's gone unless they decide to use it as a repack later on down the road. But there's been a few figures that they never repack and they never come out with again. And I think that's what we're gonna see in this thing. Like you'll never see Sarko Plank on a on a card again. You'll never see Goss Tours because they were barely in the movie. You probably won't even see Constable Zuvio ever again because his part got cut out of the film. Yeah. And, I, and I think the Disney and Hasbro and all of these, there's kind of like this forced collectability because of people, I, adults with disposable income, basically, who dealt with, oh, I had this toy as a kid and it got trashed or it got lost and, oh, it's worth gajillions of dollars or whatever now. So you see people buying two and three copies yeah. of of a toy of just an action figure. Oh, this one's staying in the box. This is the one I'm going to take out. And so there's like almost this forced collectability and then by them limiting the runs of them, they, it's not even truly collecting in the way it used to be of, Oh, you just had this complete set. It's all these limited edition. This is a little bit different. Here's a little tweak to it. Things that we're seeing more and more of. Yeah, that's true. Like the Kylo Ren six-inch black series, they stuck a different hand on him and said, now he's a snow version. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, they'll do that. Well, they muddied up his fingers. Slightly different. (laughs) Yeah. I think that there's some people who will, like, obviously force the kind of collectability about items like that. But then there's also things like, you know, like you were just saying, like with the original run of toys that came out, you know, uh, opened in their original packaging when they first came out, like all the original design flaws and everything, there are specific things that make things collectible. But Mm -hmm. I mean, places like Disney know that they can make certain things collectible by doing small alterations like that to Kylo's hand, for example. And I think it's different. It's going to be a lot different these days because I feel like a lot of collectability is going to be more forced. Whereas before, I mean, it, it was very much, this is the original item with it's like water stain or it's missing eye or what have you. But now companies know that, there's ways of making things collectible, you know? I mean, you look at some of the vinyl collectors out there right now, and there's, like, splatter paint, kind of, like, tie-dye stuff on limited edition oh, prints yeah. and stuff. To be yeah. fair, though, I would argue that they've been doing this kind of thing since the 80s. Oh, yeah, um, yeah. The whole you know, chrome so, so... cover, the whole chromium cover thing. In... Well, that was the 90s. Oh, but, 90s. But, but, I mean, yeah, in, right. the, yeah. in the 80s, there were tons of things that were say, hey, first collectible issue, you know? It's like collector's item. Get this, I, you know? I, I just read an article not too long ago, actually, um, and this is totally not my niche or whatever, but uh, God, what company was it? But one of the sports card companies, and it was about then in the 80s, 
and just what they did to to make things more appealing and and more collectible as they're like struggling to get people to keep buying sports cards and it was oh, just yeah. apparently oh, yeah. monumentally successful and and I so I think you're absolutely right we saw that with toys with all this kind of stuff of basically it's shiny and it's limited edition versus it's just part of an original set yeah, and sure. when you talk about the card market I mean that's something that by all you know like realistically uh by with all odds here that should be a dead market and and yet it still <laughs> hobbles have, on have and on and, and they on. have one yeah. for star wars yeah, the, I, I like the star wars app i really I, I i'm just like man you're not even holding a physical thing i just no, but it, I, it I, my mind. I mean it's i kind have of... fun going on it once in a while because it's just it's just it doesn't matter so it's like if something right. it doesn't matter you know uh, but with the physical ones, that like the the only way, way that they're keeping that market alive is by offering kind of ridiculous chase cards, Absolutely. you know, like uh, pieces of the screen worn costumes or pieces of a jersey or yeah. you know. Uh, oh, sketch I've, I've got a good and... friend who just and he spends. I mean, and this is somebody who spends a disgusting amount of money on Star Wars toys, spends a disgusting amount of money on them. And yeah, absolutely is is those chase cards. That's what the appeal is. Yeah, totally. Yeah. And and that's the only reason that that market is still going. That's the only thing that that that's uh, that has kept it going is by by uh, keeping to a more kind of premium segment, you know, more expensive packs, better printing, you know, and those crazy ass chase cards. Are, um, so what are you collecting right now? Are you talking like still doing sports cards or are you talking like Star Wars and other stuff? These that has that, that these sets that have the chase cards. Um, they do sports right cards now. as well. I mean, uh, so I've there's seen... still sports cards out there. Is what you're oh, yeah, yeah, that's there that's are. his oh, friend yeah. of mine is ah. buys them by the box load. He's got and like they'll have just a like one inch square swatch of a jersey, you know, yeah. game worn jersey or something. Yeah, exactly. Oh, OK, OK. They've done a lot, it seems to me, and I, I I am not a person who is like very knowledgeable, but from what I've seen, at least from the people that I've talked to who do collect, they have gone and made substantial efforts to make things collectible from what I've seen. Yeah. Oh yeah, totally. Like I was, I was wondering if like the Star Wars tops cards, if you're saying like, will you get like a square the size of a card of Luke's uh, tunic? You know, and I'd be yeah. like, well, I I might actually collect the cards if I have it. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and I, I think the problem with Star Wars is something like that out there. Yeah, I think the problem with Star Wars collectability, like with well here and there, is I think it's a lot of like how Superman was. Uh, capitalized on when he first started coming out you know people you know do stamps and then like they paint rocks green and it's kryptonite and like oh my god you collect this but it's i think i think it's the things that we don't really expect being collector's items that end up being collector's items later on like the things that we really just don't pay attention to like exactly yeah like just little things here and there like obviously you've got your action comics number one worth 2.5 million dollars for first appearance of superman or like an original uh, return of the jedi poster or wait uh, what was it revenge of the, revenge, jedi? Was the, yeah. the jedi yeah 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 Stuff and like action that. is it's actually up to 3.2 now uh, is it is really 3.2 million dollars yeah, last God. year it was at 9.0 with white pages um oh. and it was a lo- fairly local one uh it was down in federal way yeah. Uh, Washington and number, uh, number number 102 that they know exist. Oh, right. Yeah. Isn't it 102? I think something like that. I no, can I never remember it. exactly yeah. what the tally is. Yeah. Well, hey, you know, I think that uh, we got to do some intros here and uh, 
I have <laughs> 35 minutes in. Yes, I, I, I have been recording the whole time. Just oh. I was like, this is getting good. We got to keep this on here. But that's we need to do our little introduction. Yeah, Tyler, Rob, go, Tyler go ahead and say hello. No, hi. I'm Tyler. Hi, Tyler. Hi. Tyler, Are you Tyler, Tyler tell Tyler? all the listeners a little bit about yourself. Well, I'm uh, a very attractive 24-year-old white male. Uh, <laughs> I live in the cold, and uh, I don't like beaches. Hi. <laughs> and he knows a lot about... That was literally my profile. He so knows a lot I, about comic books. Beaches, the movie, I do. Beaches, the thing by the ocean. All of the... There's no such thing as good beaches, my friend. <laughs> I'm anti-beaches. I, I live near them. There really is not. <laughs> yeah. Especially the movie. They're crowded, I and I don't like it. always find something dead on them. <laughs> always. <laughs> they always smell just kind of nasty. Dreams. <laughs> dreams. Dead dreams. Dead dreams. Realistically, <laughs> you can find those anywhere. A, that sounds like just your average Tuesday for me. Oh, <laughs> like, oh my hey, favorite damn it, there's another one. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> and today we also have Rob Clifford with us. Say hello, Rob. Hello, hello, hello. And what's been new in your life lately? Uh, I have been geeking out over, uh, God, Force Awakens stuff. Yeah, yeah. Tyler, wait, wait, wait. One question. Tyler, how many times did you see it? Uh, I actually only saw it the, the second time last night, but I plan on seeing it again, like, tomorrow night. All right, Rob, so that's your question. How many? Oh, just the once so just far. Okay. I, I, I plan on seeing it again. All right. Uh, but, uh, but the opportunity has not, uh has not uh, really struck yet. So well, you have gone out and bought a Force Effects Kylo Ren lightsaber. I, I, I have, and the Black Series Kylo Ren helmet. <laughs> <laughs> nice. So uh, uh, I'm definitely nerding out on this. You know, it was like finding out more about the lightsaber. And it's like, all right, crack crystal. Yeah. And um, which... Like uh, and the the quillions on the side are basically exhaust ports, like plasma exhaust, because the because the damn saber runs super hot and unstable. <laughs> That's interesting. Ah, I did not know that. How many times well, do we have to tell one. no exhaust ports? <laughs> <laughs> well, if you plug up those exhaust ports, who knows what might happen? <laughs> Ooh, look out! <laughs> uh, which which uh, the interesting thing about that is that's one of the things that's referenced in. Uh, Knights of the Old Republic. Really? Yeah. yeah. Uh, with, I think, is it Revan's original saber? Yeah. And and so there's, I, I was just, somebody was commenting that, you know, is this, is this mean Knights of the Old Republic's back in canon? <laughs> you know, well, well Revan should be. Referencing a really ancient design. I mean, in, in the, the canon for, for Kylo Ren's saber, uh, the, they, they do say it, it was referencing an ancient design. Nice. So it's like, it, it could very well uh, be back. Who knows? I mean, they, they don't really have anything going against them for putting stuff that happened, like, what, 5,000 years ago? Yeah, if it makes there. sense and it already is there, they're probably just going to use it, you know? Mm-hmm. What well, question? If the Knights of the Old Republic could be considered canon, would you might say that Force Unleashed 1 and 2 would be canon? Uh, God, I'd I hope be blessed, yeah. <laughs> oh, really? I, I actually didn't mind those. I, I liked everything up until the very end of... of just the storyline of one of the first Forced Unleashed, I, I, it just felt really forced and sappy. 
Pun intended. Yes. (laughs) I would just argue that you would see Starkiller somewhere in the movies if he existed and was canon, you know? I mean, yes. he's such a major character, you know, being, being you know, the, the apprentice of, of Darth Vader. He would show up somewhere. And, and if, you know, if, if he wasn't in there, you got you to gotta figure he's expanded universe. Well, they named the base after him. Yeah. There you <laughs> they, go. Yeah. Uh, yeah. See, I wonder if that was just kind of a nod to that, because that's the only refer- that's the only Starkiller you'll ever get in, uh, in the movie. Well, uh, Starkiller was originally Luke's name. Yeah. Lucas's yeah. original draft was it was Luke Starkiller, not Skywalker. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the novel I have, The Adventures of Luke Starkiller. Yeah. Oh yeah. And the Wessels, the way Wessels or Weasels or whatever those guys were. The Wessels. <laughs> the nuclear Wessels. Wessels. There was something like that. The Wisps or the Wessels. You got to look it up. The Wills. Like, Journey Will. the Wills. That's what it was. Journal yeah. of the Wills. Well, hey, and then, uh, see, the reason I wanted to do introductions was because we have to welcome some new rotating co-hosts that might be on the show more often. And you guys have been listening to them now for 20 minutes, 30 minutes maybe, and you guys don't even know who these other people are. (laughs) We're mysterious. Yes. So we've got Dean Richard with us. Say hello, Dean. Hello, Dean. (laughs) Dean. That's what I'm supposed to say, right? Yes, uh, I, I write stuff, primarily science fiction, dabble in a few other uh, stuff, mostly for short stories, but uh, that's that's generally what I do, and talk about Star Wars. <laughs> Wicked. Any, any, I, I think his picture looks a little bit um, uh, Matt Damon-ish, don't you think? I, mean, yeah, I, I haven't gotten the Matt Damon comparison in like a solid six months, so I'm, I'm glad yeah, you brought yeah. that up. Yeah. yeah. No, the... It, it, it was, yeah, for quite a while, it was a pretty big running joke. So um, I had one up, and I got a Tom Hardy comparison. That was a different picture. So I was like, oh, that's sweet. Um, but, yeah, the, the Matt Damon <laughs> thing was going on for a while. And after a while, I, I finally realized, like, I probably shouldn't be complaining about being compared to Matt Damon. <laughs> no, no, yeah, yeah, I, I wouldn't. I mean, I get compared to, like, shares a lot from the Care Bears, so... <laughs> 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 and I've been compared to all kinds of unflattering things, so so I'm pretty sure you should just take the Matt Damon thing and yeah. just run with it. Yeah. No, on a on a science fiction note, for a book and a movie that I am in the very small minority that I absolutely hated, he just won the uh, the Oscar for uh, or the Golden Globe for uh, The Martian. Oh, you hated that? I absolutely, absolutely detested that. Wow, really? Yeah, it just it really drove me nuts. The 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 whole science the shit out of it line was I, to me I just hated it it was you know I didn't necessarily hate it I mean I can see what you what you mean though I, th- my only issue is I feel like they spent so much time building up this like oh my god he's on this planet alone and he didn't go as crazy as he really probably should have right you know mm-hmm. I felt like they were very focused on the science which I don't have a problem with but Right, that part, that that I think was was very cool. But yeah, that was kind of my issue with the whole thing. Is I never really felt particularly any of the pressure of oh, either oh, he might not get rescued, or, or any of these things are really obstacles, because the whole thing is Mark Watney is such an unbelievable badass and <laughs> swears a lot, and that makes him <laughs> super super cool. You know, it mm-hmm. it, it was say, the book yeah. was. 
a it, it was like if they made a movie about like a sports movie about Tom Brady and all the obstacles he has in being gorgeous and an amazing football player. Like, <laughs> it's just uh, there's not a lot of suspense there. Let's not or read like that book ever. Yeah. <laughs> or like but, a movie about Channing Tatum's life struggling to be a stripper and how oh, how hard it was to be uh, an actor words afterwards. That's so hard. It's rough. Oh, it's rough. You know, so that, that that was my big complaint about it is is it it felt more like a commercial for Mart Watney and science is cool kids, which it is, but I just thought it was very poorly handled. Hey, I will say it takes a lot of talent to sling your dick to the left and then to the right <laughs> and then to the left. You know, oh. and maybe right. like do a little propeller action. Propeller action. You know, yeah. you <laughs> can only wrap this up too right Spin it around really fast. <laughs> stick a left ball in, you stick a left ball. <laughs> and there's Mike Muntz for a oh, second. Oh yes, what a great way. <laughs> Welcome to the Super Awesome Geek Show. Yeah. I'm I'm the new testicle joke correspondent. <laughs> Oh, great. Test- now they have to put that in the intro. <laughs> oh, God. Testings? One, two, three. Oh. <laughs> Wait, you have three? <laughs> you should get that checked out, man. Actually, don't. You should be the most impressive person I know now. I, I, I think of it as performance enhancing. I've got children everywhere. <laughs> I have no comment. I walk down the street and I have another child. I can't help it. I've got three. <laughs> just going all over the place. Oh no! I just ride one like a like a a, a bounty ball. <laughs> Not a oh, Park. South Park! Oh my gosh! <laughs> oh my Lanta! Oh, okay. <laughs> hey, there's a girl in the room, and her name is Christina Pryor. Welcome oh. to the Super Awesome Geek Show, Christina. I no, wait, 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 wait! No, 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 no! Wait, 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 wait. Yeah. We have a okay. very special guest with us today, Tyler Lockett. Oh my god! <laughs> yeah, that's because the first week I was Russell Wilson. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know who Tyler Lockett is. <laughs> oh my god! No, that's because he doesn't like football. Oh, that is gee, true. That's Rob true. stays yeah. away from it one hundred percent. He won't know oh. a single person's name except for oh. Tom Brady. Well, I, oh. I, I know Russell Wilson. I know a, a couple other people that I, I've heard referred to. Uh, 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 ah, crap. I forget them now. I don't know. Marshawn Lynch. There you go. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That's, that's another that football right person. Now, but that's just another cool. sports baller. Um, then, uh, let's see. There was, there was a guy named Joe. Um, <laughs> a guy named Joe. Attic is thrown. 20, 30, 40. A guy named Joe makes it all the way. Joe. <laughs> down by Joe. Go, Joe. <laughs> <laughs> that guy named Joe. Yeah, yeah. You know, he, he was named after a state, like, uh, um, <laughs> like, uh, like, like Indiana Jones. You know, it was just like uh, it was uh, Joe, Joe California, or Joe, uh, Joe, Joe Montana. I know Joe. Yeah, Joe, so. Joe oh, that uh, guy. Yeah. You know, uh, yeah. Dan Machino. But I only know him from, uh, from, uh, uh, oh crap, uh, the television. Ventura. <laughs> Yeah, that's how I learned about him too. Yeah, <laughs> so, don't feel yeah. bad, man. I don't follow sports very much at all. Yeah, yeah. I, I remember there was some smug schmuck who was married to a model, but uh, I, to be more specific. Yeah, but is but is, but is that a basketball poster behind your picture, like some guy slam dunking? Hmm. 
MJ in the back. Behind your on your on your uh, Force Awakened fo- picture, your ID here in oh. the back. There's an orange picture, and is that like someone slam dunking it? Oh no, no, that's a vintage like World War One um, poster about the American Library Association. Nice. Oh. oh, American Library Association slam dunking it. There you go. <laughs> Uh, so, no, no, the only, uh, only cool stuff up on my wall. Basketball <laughs> is definitely not cool. <laughs> That's just my opinion. Hey, guys, so, question for you. Go ahead. Oh, mm-hmm. sorry. I was just going to ask a quick thing because I've been getting into a lot, a lot of arguments with people lately about this. Um, here we go. Kylo Ren, good character or not? Oh, yeah. I think he's a good character. I'm slightly biased. He's a bad guy, you know. Well, no, I'm saying like there are people who are just straight up like angry about his, him being a, like an emotional character at all. I, I like, love the him. Thing, I, I think he's great. Yeah, I mean, the, the, you can never really top Vader, and I think they kind of knew that going in, and they're thinking, well, let's just because you screw up Vader and you just get a Vader wannabe, so let's let's take this guy who actually is a Vader wannabe and make him flawed in that way, and it was more so much more interesting to me than some other guy in a mask. Well, and think about Vader. I mean, like, Vader is kind of the... A lot of people hold him as the quintessential villain. He is very unapproachable, and his character um, is uh, very stoic, you know, very, very... Um, controlled. You know, controlled, exactly. You know, very controlled. You know, uh, every movement is is very measured, you know. So, so there's not... At least for me, I, I didn't care for him as much because... He is very hard to um, uh, really kind of have any connection with, you know. I mean, it, it's hard to relate to. Uh, he he is he's just so you know cold. Mm-hmm. Um, he's menacing too. Yeah. Well, he yeah, was. I mean, maybe for the first episode, sure. But I feel uh, like when like as he like progressed throughout the franchise, I felt like he actually got more and more vicious. You know, I mean, like think about like Empire. Like, how willing was he to just like snap and just kill anyone who just like upset him because oh, yeah. oh you lost on solo totally you know? well I, I think that's one of the things that to me makes kylo great and is one of the things i really like about the force awakens in general because the other big complaint people have right is that it has the same beats as as episode four that it's very oh, similar totally. in that regard right which it is but i think with kylo there's the subtle changes in their parallel characters that mm-hmm. make it compelling in its own right so whereas in episode four and over the course of the series we start off with vader's this personification of evil and over the series he becomes humanized more sympathetic right oh totally yeah yeah. whereas whereas kylo starts off as somewhat sympathetic when we we learn his identity and where he came from and that there is still this struggle within within him that was not in vader at all in a new mm-hmm. hope, right? Yeah. And so Kylo has this struggle, and then by the end of the Force Awakens, he's pretty wholly committed to the dark side, right? Yeah, and we get to sure. see him turn into someone who could be Vader. You know? Right. right. And, yeah. And I, think, I think that was like one that of the great things people. about him is is he just had that unhinged. You know, when Yoda says anger, fear, aggression, those lead to the dark side, right? Mm-hmm. We didn't really see a lot of anger or fear from Vader until much later in the series, whereas with Kylo, we see that all over the place. Yeah, and there's yeah. a lot of spoiled kid in there. Like he's mm-hmm. like he always wants his way, and like when he rips apart that one that first time, you know, and rips the thing apart with his saber, 
and those two uh, stormtroopers walk up, and then they go, oh, crap, and they turn around and go back. <laughs> you know, and uh, that, I mean, it was just like a temper tantrum, and he does it again when that one dude is telling him that they got away, and he's like, what girl, you know? <laughs> I love that about him. It makes him yeah. more, it makes him more uh, human, and makes, you know, it, it makes it so you can kind of sympathize, or, or at least kind of, uh, 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 you know, uh, see him as, as a human, as somebody more, you know, uh, approachable. You know, some somebody that that sure. you can. Uh, Plus, uh, 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 but uh, he's the thing that, that that we have to think about too is that that when you see Vader initially, he already is a master. You know, right. I mean, that, exactly. That's what, yeah. Was, so he's yeah. this is the first time we really get to see someone. I mean, we saw Anakin fall. Whether or not you think that was portrayed well or not, but we didn't see it after that, and we now we're, we get to see someone finally who was a, as you know, as the, not chief villain, I guess, but you know, moving down that dark path, and now we get yeah. to see how that develops for the first time. Well, he's yeah. he's basically an angry, untrained, obviously. Um, yeah, I, I have no other words for him. I mean, well, I mean he, so he was a Luke. good villain. Yeah. And and think of the raw strength that he has, um, you know, and 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 how just insanely more powerful he's going to get as he actually gets trained, mm-hmm. you know, um, like like this is a guy like like I, I want to kind of a lot of people have been sort of saying that Kylo was lame because you know he got owned by a couple untrained um, folks and whatnot, you know, got his ass kicked, <laughs> so on and so forth. It's like, okay, first of all, he took a bowcaster shot to the gut, mm-hmm. which we they they made a point of of illustrating through the movie several times that this is a weapon that explodes five dudes at once. Yeah. You know? <laughs> yeah. Like 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 literally. Yeah, and he got nipped in the side in the gut on the side with that. So he's yeah. And he so, kicked so, Finn's ass too. I yeah. mean, it's not like yeah. Finn did anything to it. Yeah, before the Go ahead. Oh, sorry. Uh, untrained is such a misnomer because we're talking about a stormtrooper who's been, you know, battle trained since birth, practically. Yeah. And Ray is to to survive on a world like Jakku as a scavenger for a decade plus. She's not a, a sitting duck. She right. can kick your ass. Yeah. You know? Well, yeah, she's she's definitely self-trained. Sure. Yeah. And, they, and she so, obviously has a lot of experience with the staff. So she's fighting with a similar weapon. Mm. And then, and then actually has the force. Whereas, like to your point about Finn, um, I just read uh, Greg Ruka's Before the Awakening, which is just kind of three vignettes: one about Finn, one about Poe, and one about Ray. And um, which you guys should read if you haven't already. It was really good. Um, but it makes a point about Finn's martial training and that he was basically the best of the best, and that's one of the reasons Kylo. And Phasma were both familiar with him is is they were expecting him to be kind of a great leader in the First Order because that's, he was such a badass. And, so that's why once he got that gun in his hand, he was like, pew, pew, and just like shot those guys with, without even really thinking <laughs> or reacting. Oh, yeah. And even more with his backstory, too. Like, um, it may have been, I don't remember if it was one of the Greg Reckle ones or if it was uh, another uh, uh, kind of prequel tie-in novel but uh he was he led like a four-man team and the person who most likely died right at the beginning next to him you know got his you know bloody hand yeah. 
helmet was his teammate slips mm-hmm. and yeah, then, that was in Ruckus. okay cool and then nines uh who was one of his other teammates um uh, but basically with slips he, he basically kind of like covered this dude's butt like all the time and and was really watched out for him so he was like a big brother right uh and then nines was uh, one of the other people on his team and he they've confirmed now is uh the dude with the uh, uh the nightstick of doom that can hold up to a lightsaber Mm. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. Which is why he was so personally, like, pissed off that that Finn had turned is because he was he was one of Finn's direct subordinates. Well, you know, so so let's do this Finn, this Finn uh, Kylo relationship here. And I got to ask a question to everybody. So what I've seen it now six times and when I and every single time when I watch it, I see Finn on the ground with the guy and he gets the blood smeared on his face. You know what I mean? And he stands up and so if he doesn't do the shooting when they, when they tell everybody to shoot everybody and they're all getting ready to leave and Kylo Ren and those guys are walking away from the battle and he lets go of the blaster bolt and it hits the center blows up, you know, mm-hmm. he's looking straight at his ship and he's walking straight at his ship the entire time with the stormtroopers and Phasma mm-hmm. behind him. And he stops while the other guys keep walking. And he stops because he senses something. So mm-hmm. and then he looks to his side, and it's very important because he senses something, stops, then looks to his side and sees Finn. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So he doesn't, my brother keeps, my brother and everybody else that I talk to keeps saying, no, he sees Finn want to stop, and that's why he stops. And I'm going, no, look at it. He never even looks over there. If, mm-hmm. if, you know what I mean? He senses it in his head. No, because he, he references oh, it later. I think he, yeah, senses, he I think he senses the force in Finn. What else that could would very well stop? be, you know, that would make sense. You know, well, and, and, I mean, I, I think mean, it's a possibility. And like folks have definitely argued that he could be potentially a force sensitive. I mean, that's what I keep hearing. Yeah, force says it's force sensitive. See, I kind I kind of uh, don't think he would be though. I, I think he just senses that Finn is uh, good, basically. <laughs> His you know, conscience. That, yeah, he's, 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 he's sensing, and... you know what what yeah. he would term weakness on Finn's part. Mm-hmm. In that, well, you know, he's not because again, Ruck's book kind of makes that point that uh, nines and. Um, Slips. Uh, th- yeah, and then there was the other squad mate whose name I can't remember. Like five, wasn't it? Five. Uh, uh, it was no, it was all zeros. Oh, you know, it was like okay. twenty one hundred or something. But anyway, so his other two squad mates who don't die, um, kind of start to experience this bloodlust. You know, they're ready for battle. They're ready to go out and kill people. And Finn just keeps having these crises of conscience throughout it. Mm-hmm. And and so that's the way I interpreted it. Is that's. What? Even though they say in the movie that was his first incident. Yeah, they did say it was his first battle. It, yeah, it was his first battle. No, 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 no. When they're talking about it and they show his baby picture and they go, has he ever acted up before? And they go, no, this is the first incident we've ever seen of any disloyalty or whatever. Yeah, so he, in, in again. Oh, crap. We oh, lost no. him. Big they thing. got him. The Imperials <laughs> took him out. So it was out. the nothing. Father. They didn't want us to know what the secret was. Bother, bother, bother. It was a murder. It was. Murder bot? <laughs> you know what it is? It's Disney is, like, listening in on us like the friggin' NSA right now. And they're like, uh-uh. 
You're not going to be in with this. Oh, guys. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm not like, doing that right. No, uh -oh. you will not give us free publicity. <laughs> no, this will not happen. So I used to date someone uh, a while back whose dad was an ex-bandito. Do you guys know what a bandito is at all? Motorcycle yeah. game. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. See, I didn't know what that was at the time. And uh, This guy, very... You know, violent, uh, sporadic, very belligerent, kind of crazy man. But I sat him down one day, and I, you know, I kind of sat, you know, talked to him for a long while about, you know, why, why is it that you got involved in this, you know, the gang and doing all these violent, crazy criminal activities? And what I, I kept hearing from him over and over again is just this low opinion of self worth. This like this uh, idea that because people have told him all his life that he's no good, he <laughs> perceives himself that way. And I think that's why I liked Kylo Ren so much is because. I think that that's true of any human being. I think if you tell a human being long enough, multiple times over, you're no good, or you're made to believe that you're no good, you're going to act out and think of yourself as a villain. Oh, yeah. I think that he yeah. shows that. Mm -hmm. Oh, you're hey. back, Dean? Yeah, I'm back. I'm back. All right. All right. Hey, <laughs> welcome back, sir. Do you remember what you were saying to finish your thought? <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, just a little bit about, about Finn's character. Yeah, that it was his first battle. They had done a patrol thing. And then he had – that's where he had seen Nines and, and his other squad mates be willing to kill people, and he wasn't. And there's just a note in there about Phasma observing that in him and kind of deciding after she's told him not to go back and save slips again, and she's told him, you know, hey, you're, you're the cream of the crop here. And she's like, okay, this is happening, and Finn gets to be front and center to just, you know, see how he ends up. So mm – -hmm. Yeah, I'll so have to read that, yeah. It's 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 a really great quick read. There was a couple of things. Uh, I actually have a review going up of it fairly shortly. Um, there was a couple of things I think were kind of missed opportunities, um, but other, it, it was well written. It was it was a super fun little read. So cool. Um, well, well, see, like there was one other thing I wanted to ask too. Um, okay, okay, okay. In the in the comics, because you said there's also a story about Poe, right? Yeah, there's a story about Poe, which okay was. That that one was to me the most disappointing because uh, I just wrote a big thing about uh, Poe is hands down my favorite character in He's the entire awesome. Star Wars. Oscar Isaac, oh. I like I loved him so much. His character was so great in, in a million ways, and so I I felt like that was the biggest missed opportunity in that book because it felt a little bit shoehorned about how he knew Leia, and it didn't have a lot of depth to it. Okay. And, and so it was a little disappointing there because all of it are the events essentially preceding the movie. Oh, okay. So it was kind of like, really, he's been in the the resistance for two weeks? No, two that, weeks. that's not really well, what it is, is and it? And his parents actually Seriously? knew Leia. Right. Which like, is, I, yeah, because that's how he gets in. Yeah, his, or, in the comics, they showed his parents and they were in with Leia and them. Yeah, so you'd yeah. think that he would have been right from the beginning. But they also show the parents move away to a planet and they take with them a force sensitive tree. Right. And I'm wondering what effect him growing up his whole life next to this force tree had on his like like basically I'm I'm what I'm getting at is I'm wondering if by the end of the third movie we're gonna see three force users. Where's where it's good? That's where it's going to depart from the original trilogy because this has to take a departure. If the second one is just like Empire Strikes Back, and the third one they make it even bigger, Star Killer base, just like <laughs> they did. I mean, people are really going to freak out. Okay, yeah. so I mean, I disagree. I think that the re here's here's my opinion. J.J. Abrams is very great at doing homage pieces, and I think that 
in a lot of ways, uh, uh, Force Awakens is uh, his homage to the original script that was made, you know, Starkiller, obviously. Uh, and I think that Ray is because uh, originally it was going to be a female that was going to be uh, in place of Luke. Right. And then uh, I think I, I think that Ray is well, in the original way back when Lucas wrote the move, wrote the thing. Yes, it was. You're right. Yeah. I yeah. think that this is the all one giant homage in a way while having the original pieces, like even the little thing, like the transitioning, like fade across oh, the yeah. screen, yeah. doing a giant homage piece to everything while mm. having a Yoda figure uh, as Maz, having yep. a, uh, the death of a character that's important, uh, yep. much with Obi-Wan. I think that doing these homage pieces to the original franchise and the original script is what he was going for. I don't think that he's going to do... That's true, and that's probably and, and why remember, he's not doing the second one. And Poe right, wasn't yeah. supposed to be a character that actually survived through this movie anyway. Right, he originally. was supposed to die really? on Jakku. Yeah. yeah, he was supposed to be dead right in his first scene, basically. That, that's why there's oh. no explanation of uh, how he got off Jakku. Is it's like, oh, you know what? This character is awesome. Let's keep him. Yeah, and then ah. you basically <laughs> just you give him his own agency to kind of escape in the background, and that that's it. By the way, Oscar Isaac playing Poe, awesome. And what's the name of the ginger dude? Uh, who uh, he's uh, the Domino, main Domino Gleason. Yeah, he's great. Those two guys yeah, together in this are amazing. And they yeah. were in that movie um, Ex Machina, which is just yeah. amazing. Which, yeah, absolutely. Oh, so good. You guys then, keep telling me, and I haven't watched. Yeah, it. I haven't. Like, go seen watch it, it and then go watch it, it again. Yes. It's. It it's blew so my cool. mind, man. I'm straight. I'm serious. I I was questioning, like, I had to like rethink my life, my my thoughts on life after watching that movie, man. <laughs> That's impressive. Yeah, it's it's it is that good. So so could we say this going back to Star Wars real quick, just so I can get it through my head? Could we say that maybe he sensed his fear, and that's why Kylo Ren looked over? Yeah, yeah. I think well, he sensed. I mean, he's having a whole crisis there. Fear, yeah, fear, aggression, those kind of things lead to the dark side. And and so if Kylo was so afraid of everything and we can see that clearly in his character, he would pick up on fear like nothing else. And maybe I think more... his fear and that's why he turns but... to look at him because he's because because uh, face it, it, Finn is dead afraid. He's terrified. Yeah. Oh, yeah, definitely. Definitely. But I yeah, think yeah. that Kylo is actually more sad than anything. I think that he's just about to cry, honestly, all the time. <laughs> that's my, I, I that's right. my opinion. And, and I think you're right. And, and again, let's going back to just why I think Kylo is a good character is, you know, at the end of Jedi, you have just the euphoric moment, right? Of of good guys won, blah 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 blah. Everything rides off into the sunset with a nice little happy bow. Sure. But but then you have the people who are going to be very involved in theoretically setting up this new government and moving on from rebellion to cleaning up the empire, now being the dominant power, and yeah, they're going to have kids and just look at the world around us and what happens when, you know, mom and dad are busy business people and are on the road constantly and all of that. You do get kids who act out, who want approval because their parents are gone constantly. And the reality of life is that after Return of the Jedi, that's the situation Han and Leia and Luke and these people would be in. That's true. And, we, so, and we know that they all do leave their families behind. Chewie left Lumpy and them on <laughs> you know <laughs> so we, we saw that in the holiday special oh. and i would like to address something given you know uh too uh, uh a lot of people were kind of going nuts that chewy didn't go absolutely 
crazy and start just blasting. I think he um, did. Come on. Yeah, and that and, is on the that is all over the internet that he's like the perfect shot and that he intended to miss Kylo like slightly. No yeah, way. Well, well, Kylo, here, check Kylo, Kylo slightly deflected dude, it. Dude, is there any? Oh, like, I didn't like, think of that. I, you know, I I posted a little cartoon up on the the the, the Geek Show Facebook that that perfectly summed it up. Is there any reason you would think at all that Chewie wouldn't have, have had a hand in helping raise his best friend's son? Oh, dude, oh, there's absolutely. A, have you seen the little cartoon that's been going yeah, around? Yeah, that's what I was just talking oh, about. Oh, man. I, like, I wanted to just and, – and I totally didn't cry through that. I, I, it didn't, I didn't cry at all during that whole freaking movie the three times I've seen it. And mm-hmm. I saw that, and I was just like <laughs> – <laughs> You know, and, I don't know, I man. I heard that, and totally I was like, valid. "Oh my god!" Chewie changing to Kylo's diapers and just like throwing a fit, right? Like, oh, and just pooping his hair. And just, <laughs> poor little Kylo baby. Han and Leia finally get a date night, and they come back, and Chewie just does shit all over him. Oh, just covered. That's just a covered. Waiting to happen right there. Just, just hands. Chewie, it what happened? Uh, what do you mean? <laughs> Yeah, ah, I threw your great. kid out the window, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Launched him off with the bowcaster. That's right. Um, <laughs> don't no, play with that, Kyla. Don't play with that. It's kind of like, <laughs> like in that Christmas special where they just throw the stormtrooper over the side and just throw the kid over the side. Woo! Hmm. So, John, with your thing, what you're saying about like being sensitive to Finn, well, I mean, hasn't Yoda said before in some of the movies that like the Force means that you can be sensitive to any kind of emotion? So what if it was you know that he was just sensitive to him in general you know i mean if you're training people to be bad from birth or or at least from childhood with to be a stormtrooper couldn't you say that they're just being he's just being sensitive to the fact that he was not being easily manipulated because the concept of like being the force awakens to me is more ray's ability force being awakened maybe him being force sensitive definitely because leia's force sensitive but she never had like an awakening or anything like that that's true Mm -hmm. But, but see, like, it's so weird to me that, like, when you watch it, the other guys don't stop. He he senses something, and he actually, like, tilts his head a little bit towards the screen before he turns toward Finn. So mm-hmm. almost almost as if he's like, I sense something, and now I'm looking around, and then he sees that Stormtrooper's out of place mm-hmm. and focuses on Finn, you know? So it's mm-hmm. like, I, I know he senses something before looking, and I... I first thought it maybe that it was some kind of force awakening thing in Finn, but maybe it's just his fear and anxiety and all that stuff. And like you're saying, Kylo was super sensitive to those emotions. Yeah, well, and, and I, don't, I still kind of, I, I still hold that I don't think Finn is force sensitive. But JJ about a week ago, I think it was, was talking about the meaning of the name The Force Awakens, and that essentially after the events of Return of the Jedi the force was very dormant yeah. and and people were having trouble. Even the only experienced force user at that point in existence in Luke w- was having trouble even. Well, they even, they even said that wasn't there uh, in the prequels. Didn't they say their ability to use the force was diminishing? Like something right. was happening. Yeah. Anyways. So, yeah. And so that's kind of out the... of the chlorine or something. Exactly. You know, let's, hmm. let's just generally let's not get into the specifics of anything that was actually said in the prequels. <laughs> <laughs> Don't quote dialogue. There we go. Oh boy. They're so bad. God. 
I had to get, in, yeah. I got into a little thing. There's like one of my friends like messaged me on Facebook. He's like, Hey, I just rewatched uh, all of the, the prequels again. And you know, I really enjoyed them. And I'm just like, Oh, uh, this is not a discussion I want to get into like, right yeah, now. We're not friends anymore. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know, this, it, this it's becoming a thing to like, there's like prequel apologists out there. And if you go on YouTube, there's all these things like theory. What if, what if it was actually really good? Yeah, but it's not. <laughs> yeah. Like it's just, it's become a thing to be like, no, they're, they're actually not bad. And they're, Terrible. They're so terrible. Well, well, it's like the equivalent of, of that dude a few years, like the Leave Britney Alone guy. It's like, yeah. Leave George Lucas alone! <laughs> oh my god. I've just, heard just... other podcasts do this. Let's go through and, and order them. No. Yeah. So, like, like for me, I mean, I maybe you guys will call me one of the apologetics, but it's like, I, I really do now see the merit of episodes three, or two and three. I don't see number one at all, but right now it's two just... and three. I I've been rewatching them and I've added them to my. I used to just watch New Hope, Empire, and Jedi every week, but I've added those other two, two and three, to my rotation. I would just, I would just argue that two and three take all the gravitas away from five. They do. They, they do. do. Yes, they do. But it's like it's like for me. I I think as far as like what I meant by rating, let's rate the films like. We've got one through seven now. For me, it goes episode five, so Empire Strikes Back, then New Hope, then Return of the Jedi, and this one may be paired. Because I've never been a big Return of the Jedi fan, and I think a lot of it is, and I know a lot of people are going to hate me, but I don't really care for the Ewok part. I like the space battle, and I, yeah. don't, I don't care a lot for what happens in the beginning. I like Jabba's Palace and the whole Sarlacc Pit stuff, hmm. but I feel like it takes too long to get through. You don't I like the usually that... convoluted rescue plot? Yeah, I wanted that <laughs> just to go, like, real quick. And uh, so Force Awakens might end up, as things go down the road, my third favorite, kicking Return of the Jedi down. And then I'm like, it's it's three, two, one. One is the last least favorite of them all. I would have to say for me, five, seven, six, four. And then the other ones are, like, in an, you know, an outhouse shitter somewhere. <laughs> i don't know i felt like two was honestly the worst in my opinion i felt like three at least like the ending was pretty cool i mean one two and three no one can honestly say are like oh my god top quality but <laughs> i would say that at least with three you can be like you know what i can at least like get to some point an understanding it, of the relationship it, it is kind of like john's people. point about about return of the jedi like at least there's a cool space battle yeah <laughs> yeah yeah, that's what I like about three. It's a cool space battle at the beginning. Uh, yeah. <laughs> exactly. You gotta admit that space shot battle it's, is it's awesome. It's badass. I, that's like the entire reason the prequels existed is it was pure CGI spectacle. So if you're gonna do that, at least do that. And the prequels, my biggest issue, aside from you know the acting, directing, and writing, um, is <laughs> just it told a good story. It's just told all the wrong parts of it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I felt like but, George Lucas was really trying to force it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, he didn't have he didn't have the benefit of his uh, now ex-wife to do all of the editing and to basically kind of take him down a peg. And uh, well, yeah. Lawrence Cashin to be like, dude, dude, no. Yeah. Dude, Did no. you guys know about the That's whole Leo DiCaprio thing? What huh? was that? So I just heard about this recently, and I'm not sure exactly how true of it it is, but I heard 
I heard that originally Leonardo DiCaprio was going to play Anakin Skywalker. Oh. I've heard that too. And yeah. I heard that he passed it up uh, to do something else. Uh, I Like something that was supposed to be Oscar winning or something. What and everyone was like, I don't know. Because like when that first came out, I mean, I was I just, a kid. so Gangs yeah. of New York. It might have been. Yeah, I think yeah, it I was actually. Did, did you know that uh, Far I, I better just heard movie. this too, actually in the same thing. I don't know if we heard it in the same place, Tyler. But that uh, Leonardo DiCaprio, with the exception of Critters 3, his very first credited appearance uh he has never been in a movie that is a sequel or has a sequel huh oh wow you're right everything he's done huh. essentially is a complete standalone film yeah no you're completely right other than critters 3 which right. by the way when yeah. did, when you saw that with critters 3 how how flabbergasted were you when because i saw that and i was like no way i i when i was a kid i i i mean i watched that movie but i didn't i had no idea that was him yeah. Oh, I'm having oh, yeah. an earthquake right now, guys. So this is exciting. Oh, Are you serious? So yes. <laughs> nice. Stay safe. Um, well, oh. this good. just in, folks. Right. This podcast. You heard it here first. When's it get? When are we airing this? So in a week and a half. <laughs> It'll go up I'm next dead. next Monday. That's right. Okay. Christina, tell <laughs> us what's under the table. How you doing? I know. Uh, <laughs> I'm this Monday on Super Awesome Ge- Geek Show. Listen to Christina die live on air. <laughs> are there I'm things falling still here talking to you guys my leg fell off you know <laughs> <laughs> my leg fell off that is a problem dedicated dedicated christina <laughs> it's, i'm worry. really sorry but you're kind of like your your voice is a little trembly i think you might be a little <laughs> shaky is what i'm hearing i'm not really sure mm. uh you might have to speak up it's quite I'm possible christina is not entirely stable no <laughs> no i'm under the table <laughs> No. Duck and cover. Oh no, wait, that's the nuclear. It's gotta be over thing. now, right? <laughs> oh yeah, it's it's it only lasts seconds, right? Yeah, I'm actually just sitting on my bed, my whole bed just and the walls are like bleh, bleh, bleh. um No, I was gonna add to the prequels. Um I think like I don't really care for them that much. I think going forth in making the joke that Jar Jar started the whole Death Star <laughs> stuff. <laughs> I, I spent half an hour cry laughing. It's because, all his fault. Yeah, because it was so late at night, and I was like binge watching the movies. I watched four, five, and six, and I watched one and two, and then I I didn't get to three, but I was just like laughing so hard because it was hilarious. But I think for me, as far as the prequels go, the uh the part in the uh, yeah it was in two where Obi Wan and Anakin are like and they're jumping out of the ship and landing their whole conversation I'm like I could have just been good with that part I'm I'm done yeah. um, mm. just I don't know I think uh, I would have been fine with you know one movie without number one that that said this is who Vader is this is how he turned and here you go you know like I would have been like. There are people who write books and then they go, well, I'm going to give you a prequel novella that tells you how this happened. I would have been fine with a prequel short film <laughs> on how. He yeah. And that would have been just fine as long as it was well done. Um, I I was with someone who was the biggest Star Wars fan ever. Um, that so took me to, Huh? Hmm? <laughs> um, that took what? Me to, what? Huh? It took me to see all the prequels, and I was just sitting there in line with people, you know, the midnight showings and all that. And I was just like, "Do you realize we wasted a midnight showing? You know, <laughs> like that wasn't very good." Well, let's go again. I'm like, "You're nuts! You're paying for my ticket." Um, 
yeah, I, I was that girl. Um, <laughs> you want me to see that again? You're paying for it. Um, but That's yeah, okay. I've no. done that before too. Yeah. <laughs> Last night. <laughs> yeah, but, but no, as far as if you're going to list them in order, I'm kind of like in the same boat as everyone. I will put, what did we say? Five, and then I'll put seven, then six, then, well, I'm sorry, four. I meant to throw four in there. Um, the prequels can just, uh, yeah. I, didn't, I didn't care. It just, Jar Jar really ruined it for me. <laughs> um, <laughs> Jar Jar was such garbage. Yeah. Speaking talking for me, I. Funerals, that was funny. Jar Jar made me really, really thankful that George Lucas didn't let Chewbacca speak English. Oh, God. Yeah. <laughs> Can you imagine how that would have been? So, so uh, my personal theory, though, uh, the the way to improve Star Wars just all the way around is when you're watching it, just imagine everything that R2 says is violently obscene. Oh, yes. And oh, I Star Wars do. gets way better. You know, the I funny mean, thing is, is that they've actually said that as canon in the comics. When, yeah. uh, yes. when, uh, uh, um, oh crap, uh, three yacht uh, and, uh, oh damn it. When, when the, the two assassin droids, yeah. I, like, like, yeah. there's like, that is the most, uh, like, uh, or that's the most, uh, um, uh, ah, crap. Sorry. My no, brain I know what is you're fogging. Saying, you're saying, yeah. You're saying that he was like the vulgar droid or something. Yeah. Like that, the right? most vulgar droid that they'd ever heard in their, in their life. Well, Which is absolutely hilarious. It's like BT. And I think John and Rob remember me from last week talking about that I had talked to somebody and they're like, Did you see BB eight flip off that guy? And I was like, uh, that was a uh, thumbs up. And they're like, No, they <laughs> he was flipping him off. I'm like, uh, no, that was a thumbs up. No, he was pissed off at him because he didn't want to tell the thing, so he's flipping him off. And I'm just like, I think you need to go watch that like five <laughs> more times because there's <laughs> always gonna be the one person who gets so easily offended. I mean, it's like the the monster lady who was like, Monster energy drinks are worshiping the devil because they are both representative of six six six. And you can <laughs> see that it is worshiping Satan when you drink the can. There's always gonna be someone, you know. <laughs> <laughs> I swear! I swear! Look it up. It's crazy. Oh, no, no, as far yeah, as I, that was totally. That was a couple I, years I have, ago, right? Yeah, it was. Yeah. I have friends like that that nitpick every movie. Like, we'll be sitting in a movie that I'm like so excited to see. They go, "Do you know that this is like the worst movie that you could show children?" And blah blah blah. And I'll be sitting there going, "So offensive." I'm like, "Really? I'm about to watch that. Could you shut up now?" You know, like, and I've actually. Said, I don't. Maybe like, you shouldn't oh, be in a Quentin Tarantino movie, lady. I... <laughs> <laughs> You know what, guys? What? I think I think I think we all shouldn't be in a movie, and we shouldn't be talking anymore because our time is up. Ah. <laughs> Damn it. Oh come on! It's a mere 80, 81 minute runtime here. Five six four seven three two one. By the way, <laughs> we didn't actually start at six o'clock. Uh, <laughs> you know, that's true, but it'll still run into the. I, I like to keep it an hour or so. So you know, you don't bore people. Yeah. yeah. Well, we 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 did Yoda sounds for the first like twenty minutes. So. I know. People talk about my Yoda voice now. Yeah. Doing London. Uh, no, I'm glad I showed up late. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, nah, man, you missed out on the fun. I guess. And we were also talking. What were we saying? I don't remember. Yeah. Uh, we were also you talking could... about like folding and like the mustard stains. Mmm. London detergent. Okay. Yeah. You could you could do the sign out. Who wants to do their best Yoda like and tell everybody we'll see him next week? That's putting me on the spot. So now. Go. Next week, see you, we will. 
That was terrible. I was so <laughs> there was like no was Yoda. Thinking, had there was no. I, I came up with the line and I had to get it out before somebody else said something. And John edited that out. But uh, effort at zero. Next week we will see you. Yes. There you go. Mm. <laughs> Come on, Christina, please, please, please. No, I cannot. You put me on the spot. I'll end up laughing through it. That's I know. It. That's why I want you to do it. <laughs> no. <laughs> just being mean. I am. I'm sorry. I'm I, 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 I could be the Skype Skype call lady. Your call is now over. <laughs> Click. 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 Uh, all right, guys. Well, we'll see you next week. <laughs> see ya. Uh, <laughs> we'll we'll ramble on some more next week about super awesome geeky stuff. <laughs> uh, hopefully, you know, I really want to touch on like Civil War and Fifth Wave and all these things we're seeing previews for, and get a, get your guys' thoughts on some of these things coming down the road. So maybe no one can there. talk about Star Wars then. No. Maybe we'll do that next week. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. I think because I, I think we might record on the 18th and then not record on the 24th. I am down. Gotcha. Yeah, I think. All right. But I need to get some food and get some more drugs in me because I'm getting party rocking. Drugs are good. <laughs> I'm getting like stuffed nose and fevery and uh. Yeah, that's it's that, it's horrible. That overseas disease. <laughs> there you go. I got Thai. I got Thai fever with no curry. So. <laughs> All right. Good night, guys. May the force yeah. be with you. May the force be with you. Live long and prosper, my friends. Prosper. Yes. 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 <laughs> I'm so not gonna do it. I love all you guys. Later. Bye. Bye. Thanks a lot for listening to another exciting episode of the Super Awesome Geek Show. And now it's time to get your geek on at the con. And today we've got Katie Clark with her amazing Nintendo-inspired artwork. Check it out. So I'm at Geek Girl 2015. Ran across Katie Clark again with her amazing artwork. I love these paintings, and she frames them very, very nicely. It's like getting museum-quality are in a great frame uh it's just so fantastic you know so katie introduce yourself and tell us a little bit about your art and your process and things hey, hi well i'm katie of katie clark art and i just really paint my favorite things and so that's a lot of nintendo characters because i grew up a nintendo fan and i am still a huge nintendo person so i think that ridiculous official portraits of characters are hilarious and silly and that makes me laugh and so that's why i paint them I think they're great too. I mean, I, I I love I love the Totoro ones. I love the, you know, all the little Goomba guys and everything. I, I mean, I grew up Nintendo myself, you know. Yeah, yeah, and I I get a lot of questions about why I haven't painted Mario, and I don't have a great answer for that other than I love the enemies. I love Goombas. They're pissy and hilarious and adorable, and the shy guys, of course, are my favorites. And I'm doing a bunch of um, parodies of classic paintings with Shy Guy masks, because Shy Guys are amazing. Yeah, the Shy Guys are great, yeah. And you even got a Boo up there, don't you? Oh, yes. Boo is very, very popular. I love Boo. I'm scared of him, but he's adorable. (laughs) So, Katie, why don't you tell everybody where they can find your artwork and everything? Alrighty. Well, if you look for Katie Clark Art on almost any social media, you'll find me Instagram, Facebook, um, Twitter's the only one I had to add an S to, Katie Clark Arts, plural. Okay. <laughs> but Katie Clark Art all over the internet. 
Great. Do you have an Etsy store or any of that? I do have an Etsy store, and I'm also on Redbubble, and they do um, some bigger prints than what I offer, and they're gorgeous quality. Oh, great. Cool. I'll <laughs> check that place out, too. I haven't seen Redbubble yet. There's lots of nerdy things on there now. <laughs> That's great. And since I'm a geek show, I really like to want to know, what do you geek out about? What have you been into lately? Oh, my gosh. Lately, I am back to playing my 3DS Animal Crossing New Leaf, and it's amazing, which is really great timing because the giant commission I'm working on right now is Isabel. Oh, so cool. I see her every day now. <laughs> That's nice. <laughs> Are you having a good show today? I am. I am. I love the positive, wonderful, welcoming environment that Geek Girl Con always has. And I'm really, really thrilled that this was the first show I ever did, and this is what kind of sparked me into doing what I do regularly. That's cool. Yeah, I see you at a lot of the shows. Yeah, this is pretty much all I do now. It's, it's my full-time gig, and I, I'm really, really thankful to be here today. I love it. Yeah, this is a great convention. I love Geek Girl Con. It's always, a, it's always a good time. Yes, always just the positive people here. It's just wonderful, wonderful crowd. Well, hey, thanks a lot for spending a little bit of time with me and talking, all right? Yeah, absolutely. Thank you. I appreciate it. All right, we'll see you later. <laughs> see ya. You've been listening to the Super Awesome Geek Show with John Adams, Jason Rigdon, Eric Locke, Matt B., and Rob Clifford. The Super Awesome Geek Show is part of Kingdom of the Geeks. We put up new episodes every Friday. You can find us on iTunes and on the website at superawesomegeekshow.com. You can like us on Facebook at facebook.com slash superawesomegeekshow. Follow us on Twitter at awesomegeekshow. And if you'd like to help, you can support us on Patreon, p-a-t-r-e-o-n dot com slash superawesomegeekshow. Or make one of the purchases of our fine toys, art, and collectibles on the eBay store, stores.ebay.com slash kingdomofthegeeks. All your support does help, and we really, really appreciate it. If you'd like to be on the show, just contact us, superawesomegeekshow at gmail.com. Well, that about wraps it up. Thanks a lot for listening, and see you next Friday on the Super Awesome Geek Show! Super Awesome Geek Show!